Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Worse than any flu I've ever had. I mean, I think it's different for everybody and everyone's body reacts differently. But for me, it wasn't just feeling bad. It was really just a loss of energy, I'd say, was the biggest symptom. And I totally lost my appetite, and I was basically in bed for three or four days. Um, I Luckily, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but I did notice, like, some breathing difficulties and just not being able to kind of take that whole full breath, which was pretty scary. No kidding. I mean, so take us back. You go to a dinner party. It's a small group, but you're at a doctor's house. So, of course, there's that. Yes. Um, you're lulled into, oh, well, of course, this is, is safe. He's a doctor. And then yeah. a number of you get sick and get sick really, really fast. Yeah, it was pretty fast. And this was back on March 13th. So Friday the 13th, actually. Yeah. So as you say, it was a very different kind of world back then. Obviously, we probably shouldn't have had that dinner. Um, but uh, yeah, so we were there. It was just a very small group. Um, we washed our hands several times. I remember like wiping down the wine bottle that I brought with wet wipes. And we were joking about how we're being so careful. And no one was sick. No one had traveled. No one had any symptoms. So that was something for me that was a wake-up call, too. And you um, mentioned on the news report right before this about asymptomatic transmission Mm -hmm. and studies starting to come in about that, that people can transmit it even if they're not sick. And that seems like it's what happened to me and to a couple of other friends, a few other friends who were at this small um, gathering. When this thing comes to life in your body, if it takes hold, um, as I understand, it it kind of it can wait a few days and then it hits you, and yeah. then you're kind of left um, a lot of times to your own uh, survival. So some people are, go right to hospital because they can't breathe, and I guess that's when you get intubated. But what I find so jarring about this illness is that people like yourself find yourself kind of in survival mode with the most crushing illness, and you're by yourself. Yeah. And again, like I am so grateful it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I know I'm really lucky, but it was pretty scary just to kind of be like on your own, as you say, like I live alone. So luckily I didn't have to isolate from anyone, but you're, you kind of have to take care of yourself with like, you know, some of the worst sickness you've ever had. So I don't know. I would just say for people out there, like maybe get prepared for that, like get some Tylenol, get some ginger ale, get some soup. Cause you're kind of going to be up to your own devices. And I will say Toronto Public Health was checking on me. They called me every day, which was really great. And there was a nurse there that I could ask questions to. So that was fantastic. Um, Mike, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, but my concern would be, you know, you went through this at a time when there was still, uh, you know, a plethora, uh, you know, of services. So, yeah. you know, there's no yeah, surge. Exactly. My concern is what happens when there is a surge and you get someone as sick as you saying, okay, I need some help with Toronto Health. Because as you say, Toronto Health followed up with you. They checked in on you. My concern yeah. is a lot of people will end up going through this alone and may not even be able to get through on the phone lines. 
I know. And that is scary. And I did even try and call telehealth um, and couldn't get through for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes or something. So even at that point, things were a little bit overloaded. I know everyone's doing their best and really appreciate all the healthcare workers and everyone who's, you know, working right now. But yeah, it's scary. And I don't know, you know, what will happen over the next couple of weeks. And that's why it's so important that we just stay home, even though I know it's so tough. At any point, did you feel the need that you had to go to the hospital? No, I mean, I had some scary moments, um, and you can read about it more in the piece and also um, on the Star's new podcast, This Matters. There's an episode out today if anyone wants to hear details. Um, But I I just felt like it wasn't so much that I needed the emergency room. It just was, like, bad. You know, maybe in normal times, if this crazy pandemic wasn't happening, I would have gone to my doctor, but... Yeah, it's also a fine line, and you kind of have to judge for yourself when you're when you're by yourself. Luckily, I had my mom, who's a retired nurse, so she was fantastic, mm. and I was able to call her. Um, so that was a very big luxury that I know not everyone will have. Certainly, but when you're dealing with a pneumonia-type um, illness, I mean, yeah. one thing that everyone uh, talks about is this pressure you feel on your chest, this inability yes. to get a, a breath in it. And, and again, you're yes. a young, healthy woman, no underlying issues, and it hit you yes. that hard. Totally. And I'd never experienced any type of breathing issues before. So it was really terrifying just to feel like you can't quite get to that full breath. Someone described it to me like you had to like kind of yawn to get the full breath. And I remember feeling exactly like that about a week after the dinner party and being like, what is this? Like, I've never experienced this before. And then just, I think it was linked to the fatigue because I like wasn't getting as much oxygen in my lungs. Um, And then that made me really tired and just like very lethargic. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd be worried about not waking up, uh, you know, if it's that hard to breathe. You know, given what you have, um, you know, seen progress in the last couple of weeks, given your experience with it, and when you hear, you know, these kind of very sobering numbers that we are now hearing about, where does your mind go? It's just so scary. And it's so tragic to be hearing these stories about people that aren't making it and, you know, it was really tough when I was the sickest. I was kind of avoiding the news, which is strange for a journalist, but I just yeah. need to kind of stay positive and, you know, hear about Tom Hanks recovering and things like that kind of help. So, yeah, I mean, it's just scary. And I just hope that we can do what we can now to flatten the curve and um, just take it seriously. You know, I kind of was worried that I would infect other people, but never did I think I would get this sick. And I just want other young people to know, like, it can hit you, too. Like, even if you're healthy, even if you have no other problems, it can hit you really hard. Or you could have a mild case and you could pass it to somebody else and not even Mm -hmm. know. Because for me, at the beginning, it was really mild for, like, two or three days. Yeah. And so what would your advice be for anyone who is feeling it um, and has to then navigate the system? I would say if you can call your family doctor, that's really, that was helpful for me. I got through, had like a telephone um, consult with my family doctor. Um, That was great. Um, And yeah, I mean, I guess if you have any other resources in your life, like any nurses that you know or anything like that that can help at this time, because it can be a bit overwhelming, like feeling like you're up against that surge of the system. And now you're inoculated. So moving forward, I guess um, you don't really have to worry about getting this again. So you kind of uh, have a sense of, if you can in these times, do you feel a sense of uh, relief at this point? I kind of do, yeah. But um, I have a lot of questions about the immunity thing. And I think 
from what I've read, people seem to agree that you should have an immunity, but there's so much unknown about this mm-hmm. virus right now. So I'm just trying to like educate myself and read as much as I can from different sources and kind of try and understand that part as well. Any after effects as far as um, getting back on your feet? I mean, do you feel perfectly normal now or, you know, did it take you a while to get back to, uh, to, to getting on your feet? I don't feel a hundred percent yet. Um, like back to work very slowly. Um, I just find I still get a little bit tired doing like kind of like normal tasks, like washing my hair or something like that. <laughs> it sounds so silly. Um, I think it's going to take a little bit to kind of get back to 100 percent, but improving every day and, and almost back to normal now.